0: listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. This is Joe, and welcome to our first episode on Slasher Origins. This is a new series to the channel where we're going to be talking about slasher movies from the 1980s. But before we get into this episode and what to expect, I just want to do a quick rundown of the type of episodes that you're going to find on the podcast. Start off with the Quick bites. You'll see those, they're going to be typically 10 to 30 minutes piece, and they usually focus on a new movie or some kind of upcoming event or news about horror in general, or our podcast. And then, of course, we have the regular episodes, which are about 30 to an hour and 30 minutes. Those episodes usually focus on uh, specials, seasonal stuff. Uh, we're going to also try to bring in some guests and uh, sometimes new movies. Mostly this year, they'll focus on movies from the 1980 that were coming out around the time of the movies that we're talking about in Slash Our Origins. Now, This series is going to just focus on one specific thing, which is going to be the beginning of slasher movies, starting with 1980. Now, this episode is an introduction to what we're going to be talking about and the series itself. Uh, most episodes will focus on a film in order from that year, and we'll also branch off and do some other episodes that will talk about um, some real-life events that happened that influence these movies, such as The Hillside Stranglers, or episodes that deal with uh, media, MPA, a cuts and British uh, movement of the video nasties. So we'll get into those kinds of things to explain to you what was going Going on at the time besides the movies themselves so to start off what is a slasher movie as the name implies people tend to think that it's just any kind of horror movie that deals with a knife or sharp instrument which is not far from where the term came from but film historians and critics will argue that there is a more detailed definition than that with this subgenre. so What I would consider a slasher is any story that focuses on someone enacting revenge on an anniversary of a tragic event, oftentimes a holiday, where a group of young adults are systematically killed off in these creative and gruesome ways until one is left alone to fight. And this is usually known as the final girl. Now, most of these movies have very distinct tropes that are followed through all of them. Normally, they are silly and outrageous kills. Nudity. You have teens that are either sexually active or doing drugs or both who are the victims of the kills. Our final girl or whoever the, the last survivor is, is typically someone that's a little bit more pure. You could usually pick them out from the beginning of the movie. And the killer itself is often a mystery. So it's kind of like a fucked up Scooby-Doo sort of story. Now, why are we talking about slashers? Why are we focusing on that for this year? Why are we doing a series this year about it? Well, it's my favorite genre. Uh, it's Justin's favorite genre. Uh, most of the guys that are on the show Matt and Justin, we've watched these together more than other movies. They are very fun to watch. And a lot of people feel that way. And I think it's because this is a subgenre that brings, above all else consistency always know what you're going to get when you put one of these movies on and while someone may argue that yeah it's the same thing over and over again it's kind of boring others could say it's what gives them a comfort level i know when i turn on a friday 13th what i'm going to get if it's one i haven't seen before i usually know what it's going to be like Uh, same thing for most of these kinds of films especially from this decade There's a reason why Friday the 13th part four was more successful than the first one, even with it being the same movie done four times in a row. It's the consistency. It's the fun of it all. There's something fun and exciting about watching these teens get killed off in these really creative ways. It's watching the hunt, it's seeing the actual execution itself, and it's always followed by laughter especially in a group of people. It's a genre that doesn't take itself too seriously. They have a lot of fun with it. It's also a genre where the creative effects teams are more well-known than the directors, writers, and producers of these movies. People like Tom Savini, Greg Nicotaro, these guys are huge names, and they got their start around this time. They became... The stars of these movies Now we're talking about slasher origins We're not specifically talking about The very beginning of these films We're talking about 1980 We're talking about the decade That made these films popular That mass produced these films That really got the attention And became a subgenre If you want to look back At the actual origins of slasher You could trace it to the 1960s and 1970s The Italian giallo films Are often cited as Pretty good origin That produced a modern day slasher But these movies were more of a mystery or thriller than what we were typically call slasher nowadays. You could also trace the roots to movies like Psycho, other things by Hitchcock. Also Peeping Tom, these psychological thrillers were big influences on what became the slasher. Now they often cite 1978 to 1984 as the Golden Age of Slashers. Why we didn't start with 1978? Because there's really only one movie from 78 to 80 that made it big in this genre, and that was Halloween. And there's a couple before that. We'll talk about that as well, like Black Christmas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I thought that starting with 1980 was a, was a better starting point, just because this is where the genre blew up. This is all the things I talked about in that summary actually come into play. Now, like I said before, Slasher Origins is going to focus mostly on movies from 1980 this year. But also within this series, we're going to be talking about other real-life events that inspired these movies and some of the political and social issues that edited these movies heavily. I think it's a great topic to talk about because, like I've mentioned before in some previous episodes this past month, censorship is not a new thing. It's, it's been a very divisive topic for many, many decades. And this was a huge one, especially in film. I think it's very important to talk about how this is something that's been going on for a long time and will continue to go on for for various reasons. But really the main reason why we're talking about this this year is because they're just really enjoyable movies to watch and talk about. And with this being a humorous podcast, even though this episode is very serious, we like to have a good time. And with these movies, we have plenty of ammunition for great jokes, great times, and great conversations. So hopefully you guys enjoy what we have for you coming up. I'm going to give you a quick preview of our first episode, which will be out very shortly on To All a Good Night. Take a listen. I feel like they just kind of like pulled from Atari, right? And just like that was like their sound effects for everything. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest with you, I don't even remember. I don't either. I I I just put notes like, what is this? And that's it. I just remember like, like, they like, they like, kind of like, they're just like, Jesus Christ, it sounds like Arkanoid or something. Yeah, I mean, did you guys like any of the characters? Because, like, I feel like they were either, like, way over the top or they had, like, zero personality whatsoever. I thought they were, like, fun. Like, I like the one girl. I like Leah. Yeah. I thought okay. Leah was, yeah, I thought Leah was, like, had had character. How she would, like, um, be silly with certain things. And then I don't understand how she just, like, went absolutely crazy. You know? Um, yeah. She snapped. And I thought yeah, that was that an interesting explained. touch. Because so she was a little, yeah, she was the most unusual of them and had the most like unique character traits, but then just finds the head, stands in front of her and she's like, oh, I don't have to kill you. I've driven you mad. Like, okay. Like, right. how did and you know that? Just that's dancing how- through the halls and stuff. I'm like, I don't understand this either. Yeah, that right. was a weird choice. I, I mean, I, I liked it because it was different. Yeah. But it wasn't, it didn't feel like this was the kind of movie to have that like artistic sort of ending, you know? Aside from like there just being like these really strange ways to get people from A to B, there was nothing really like unique until like these small moments. And that was definitely one of them. That ending was very strange to me. Yeah. And I feel like it could have been established better throughout the movie. I mean, it's not a long movie. The movie's only like 90 minutes with pretty short, but like if they showed like, you know, she was not all there to begin with and she started like going, crazy losing her mind as people were getting killed it was to me it just like came out of nowhere and i was like very shocked when she wasn't killed and then she was just like frolicking and singing and dancing around for literally no reason i didn't like it (laughs) well nancy was our hero and uh i don't really know like what to to make of her like i'm watching the movie i'm like is she a fucking person or a cartoon mouse like i don't understand (laughs) i also don't understand why everybody had to touch her constantly like do you remember when the cop came there and he's like, yeah, like he's like rubbing her arm. No, no, not even. Like, the head detective, like, she <laughs> she was talking about what was going on. Like, he, like, he, like, kneels down in front of her. He goes, Let me tell you something. And, like, he, like, grabs her, like, face in his hand. He's holding <laughs> it the entire conversation. And I'm uncomfortable. And I'm just like, When is he going to let go of it? And he doesn't yeah. until he's done speaking. <laughs> when is he going to let go of it? It's, it so was weird. a, that was a very odd scene. So you can look forward to that next episode coming soon. Uh, This week, we're going to be doing a little bit of a different week. Thursday, we're going to have two premiere episodes on a very special night. And then we'll go back to following our Monday schedule like we have been. Now, with the episodes, all the episodes that we're going to be doing that are long form, we'll start off with a new segment which will talk about uh, new upcoming horror news and some things that we have to offer that you guys could participate in or enjoy. We're going to end the episodes with talking about some things that we're into outside of horror as well. Now, at the beginning of every month, we will also take a little bit of time to tell you what episodes are coming out throughout that month so you know what to look forward to. And of course, every now and again, we'll have a surprise episode, but we will have a schedule up for each month that will be followed. So we hope you're looking forward to all the episodes we have for you this year, but especially this series because I'm really proud of it. I'm really looking forward to it. And with that said, we will see you very soon. Thank you for listening and have a good fucking night. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter and that's at sexyvampteeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and Good night. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast.